In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Hello, riders, and welcome back to another episode of Bench Riders Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Bucky. And I think I said podcast and not podcast, but that's okay. Oh, that's I not a word. Notice, that's not a word. You. It's fine. How are you? I'm... <laughs> I can't even. Why are, your, why are your arms raised? I just and I'm, I'm I'm gleeful. Like my hands are up. I'm ready to ride this ride with you. Your body is connected and to your mind. I'm yes. feeling excited. No, today. I'm so excited. How are you? I am gleeful Yay. as well. It is almost Thanksgiving. Oh my god! The fall weather is falling. Yeah, we are in cozy clothes. Mm-hmm. We have Diet Cokes in our hands. Just right here, just and, in reach. And we're here to talk some shit. Yeah, we so are. So I am not complaining. Oh. Before we talk shit about the athletes, I want to talk shit about the Pilates class Dude. that we went to the other day. I was hoping that we would talk about this. We have no choice. It's horrible. So let me preface. Let me set the scene for the riders. Yeah. So riders, we, free plug, tried class pass. Mm-hmm. And I love class pass. This is not talking shit about class pass. However, there's a specific class that we took that was horrible. Awful. We should probably not name no, the we business. No, won't, we won't name the business. No slander here. However, mm-hmm. we went to a Pilates class. Where do I even begin? Okay, I will begin with the beginning. <laughs> how about <laughs> how about we get there? At, the class is at 5.30. Mm-hmm. We got there at 5.27. Three minutes to spare. First, you have to walk through a store to get to, like, the front desk. And the class is in the back of the store. Like, it's a clothing store. So you have to walk through all these panties and bras and, and leggings bras in your face to get to the class. Yeah. So first of all, distracted by the clothes. Second of all, walk up to the desk. It's 527. Class is in three minutes. And the lady at the front was frantic. She was like, oh, my God, it's your first class. The, the class starts at 530. If you're late, they won't let you in. The, cl- the door will she close. Will she will close not- the door. <laughs> she will close the door on you. And we're just like looking at each other like, oh, good God. Like, what are we supposed to do? So we throw our shit in the locker. She made us throw our shit in the locker. Yeah. She made us fill out a little form before we went in. And she said, <clears throat> do you have grip socks? And to our alarm, we did not have grip socks. We did not so, read the email they sent. That is our fault. However, like truthful little, little girlies, we said, no, we don't. No, we don't. She said, oh, don't worry about it. Here's some grip socks. She pulled out a very nice pair of black um, taped up grip socks, opened it up for us. We put them on our feet. She said, pay after. We said, Hey, hey! I literally in my head I said pay. This is I know. class pass. I'm not gonna lie. When, I, when she said pay, I knew it was gonna be bad. I just didn't realize how I bad. Know. <laughs> um, we'll come back to the cost of the socks. We go into the class just in the nick of time before that damn door closed. Mind you, like three or four people walked in Dude, after the door no, was closed. We were warming up, and people were coming in, and the instructor was like, "Hey, girl." Hey, girl. So I don't know what kind of drug that front lady was on, <laughs> but she can knock it the hell back. I was kind of pissed at the girls that came in after the door was closed because yeah. I said, you didn't follow the rules. You didn't follow the rules. Mm-hmm. We were told to be here, and here we are. Yeah. Um, not to mention, <laughs> I just felt huge compared to all the little tiny Pilates Amanda girls. and I were just like absolute beefcakes. We were like the, next only, to, uh, <laughs> we're the only pilgrim looking. Ladies in t-shirts. Listen, we are some big-bodied bitches, and that's nothing to be affr- like ashamed of. But I will say, Pilates girls are like different. The way that they dress, it was so cute, so put together. <laughs> and me and Bucky stomp into the class with our <laughs> with, with our, our leggings and oversized, our baggy t-shirts. ass t-shirts, like our hair, like. <laughs> On one side of her head. And our grip socks. And Miss Jessica over here is like wearing a matching two-piece from, you know, I don't even know. Lululemon. Just looking so cute. And we're like, what the fuck are yeah. we doing? Yeah. It actually probably came from the uh, store right outside of the class. Probably. No, um, we were honestly probably near the size of other people, but like just like the way that they dressed and like the way that they were put together, I've never Leave. felt that way before. No, horrible. Um, horrible. Got through the class. Leave the class. Leave the class. 
like good Samaritans, we walk on up to the desk and say, we're here to pay. Pay the price of the grip socks. Would you like to elaborate on the price? Yeah. I just want you guys to, we're going to pause for a second. Think about how much the grip socks might be. Okay. The grip socks were $21 for a pair of one, just one grip sock. The things I could buy for $21 no, that I, are not socks? No, it made me so upset because that's <laughs> four $5 Wednesday sushi nights at Publix. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And a tip. And a tip. Like, I just, I just don't know. It was uncanny. We won't be back. We won't do Pilates again. We'll stick to what we know, which is drinking Diet Coke and bitching. <laughs> Girl, dinner. Cheers. I will say my abs are... No, they're not. The okay. abs are abby. No, they're not at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just dive right in. Yeah, I'm excited for today. Okay, so... For the drama, we're going to yeah. start off strong with what is taking the world by storm, Taylor and Travis. This is such a fun way to open. It's a fun way to open. And if you don't agree, you're lying. No. I would like to start off here and put my hand up and say, I think I was wrong. I oh. think I was wrong about oh. the PR. I don't think it's PR. After seeing this weekend and the way that she pranced into his arms, I believe in love again. No, it actually was so cute. No, I so nice. had full body chills. Full body chills. It was an out of body experience. I Everything was tingling from my head down to my <laughs> toes. Be sure. To the toes. So that's what it was. It made me believe in love again. No, it really did. And it made me believe that everyone else can believe in love again. Right. And so you guys should hop on that train with me because I don't want to be by myself. Right. Um, it's a scary train to be on. Yeah. I haven't been on it before, but I think I'm there <laughs> right now. I think I'm on it. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm sure you do, but Travis Kelsey went to Taylor's Eras Tour concert in Buenos Aires, Argentina? Yes. Correct. Oh. Yep. Yes? Yes. Um, and he was there for night two of her show. Um, he was there in a tent next to Scott Swift, Taylor's mm -hmm. father. And he was wearing a Chiefs lanyard. How cute. Scott was, yeah. Yeah. I think. So I guess I saw their podcast came out this week, Travis and Jason's. And I think um, Travis said that he met Scott the night before at a dinner because her concert was like rained out the night before. So they all went to dinner, her and her dad and Travis. And Travis gave him some Chiefs swag, even though Scott is a lifelong Eagles fan, which Jason had a problem problem with. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um. But he said, great guy, gave him some Chiefs gear. He's on the Chiefs kingdom or whatever they call it now. Um, anyway, so he was in the tent with Scott for the concert. The big news came in when she changed the lyrics of her song Karma to Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. On my, I loved his reaction. He put his hands like, on his face like a little girl at Christmas. It was adorable. Yeah, crowd went wild. It was adorable. Amazing. And not to mention, you know how she does, like, surprise songs at the end? Mm -hmm. um, her surprise song with him in the crowd was Endgame. And I quote, I want to be your endgame, endgame. You know she was singing, and I saw the video, and it wasn't like, you know how Endgame is normally big, like, upbeat? It was like a ballad on the fucking pianos looking straight into the soul of Travis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and she I let us all see it. it. I felt it. And I want that really badly for them. I'm not going to lie to you now. No, I do. I really want it for them. Um, people are going crazy on like TikTok, wherever, social media, saying that they're going to yeah. be engaged next year. That's, like, well, early next year. I, I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. But I do buy their love. Mm -hmm. I do buy it. Yeah. I do buy their love. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. This might just be me. I lost my train of thought. Okay. Back to you. <laughs> Oops. Okay, well, I have more things to say, so thank you for sending it back. Um, <laughs> that diet cocaine hit me yet. It's not hitting me yet. Um, so I want to say... <laughs> wait, no, I lost... No. No. Back to you. <laughs> Don't throw it back to me. Okay, let's just oh. wrap up. Let's just wrap up. We believe in love again. We, we believe in love. We are on the oh. Taylor. Oh, I know. Oh, it's back. Say. It's back. Sorry. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about how the scientists say that babies are going to be born because of this. Please. How? How? <laughs> you have to like elaborate. Amanda said, please, more babies. <laughs> no, more babies. I don't, I don't know where I saw it. And I feel like it was, oh, it was His on bar TikTok. Stool. It was Barstool yeah. TikTok. And 
people are saying because like it's making them believe in love again and couples want to it's going to make people want to commit to each other and then commitment brings babies and so people are thinking you know you know how like people have been independent not wanting to have children now they're going to want children because of Travis and Tay Tay yeah basically that Taylor Swift herself has such a cult following yeah that if she and Travis have a baby then the rest of the world will have a baby and then we'll be overpopulated and I don't know what they're going to do about that if you would you have a baby if Travis and Taylor got together? This is a horrible question. Would you? I was going to have a baby anyway, I well, think. Well, there's your, there's your answer, Not folks. now. Because of Travis and Taylor, Amanda will be pregnant <laughs> at some point in her life. Thank you, Travis and, and Taylor. that is science. <laughs> okay. I want to move on because me thinking, me thinking about having a baby right now. Anxiety. Anxiety. Okay. I'm tingling in the wrong ways. Let's move right along. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on to another Kelsey brother. Oh, God. Um, Jason Kelsey, mm. Travis's older brother, was named a finalist for People Magazine's 2023 Sexiest Man Alive. Sure was. So he went on Thursday Night Football last week before the Bears-Panthers game, and he joked around with, like, all the, like, announcers saying that this was, quote, a plus-sized this was a win for plus-sized bearded men all over the world. I'm sorry. Pause. Your type. <laughs> I just want to say I have been a day one fan of that. That has been her That's type since I've known her. Her first boyfriend in college all the way up to current have all fit the type. <sighs> to an extent. To an to extent. To an extent. Yes, I just love, you gotta love Burly men! Big men! Oh. He just makes me feel so dainty. I'm I like know. the Pilates no. girls, and I just, <laughs> I need this for myself. So I'm, I am for Jason Kelson. He should have been the sexiest man alive. He, he should have. He didn't win. No, he didn't. He was a finalist. But I will say, and I agree, I love that type. I think it's very trendy. It is comforting. It does make you feel dainty and cute. I think that's why Taylor is into Travis, too. Not, not that he's, like, super burly, but he's a man and makes her feel dainty and cute. I'm sure Maddie Healy could not pick her up. Travis Kelsey going to pick her up. Yeah, he is. But I do think that Jason Kelsey was named one of the Sexiest Men Alive finalists because, A, he's a good-looking man, but, like, I think what it really is is his persona as it relates to like his family mm-hmm. and like he's such a good dad he's his such family, a good family yeah. man like he has such a good personality so i feel like the sexiness mm. comes through his aura i know and we're gonna talk about his aura later today because <laughs> we might be talking about him a little bit later we'll get to it okay but also i just wanted to say a couple other people who are on the list oh so ultimately patrick dempsey won the award for sexiest man alive i mean Yes. What you can't disagree with. You can't disagree. What you can disagree with is the timing. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been in anything recently. Yeah. When he was in his Grey's Anatomy era, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. 2023, Patrick Dempsey, still great looking. Right. Gorgeous. Sexy, even. Yeah. But irrelevant. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) There are some other other nominees, too, were Mm -hmm. Timothy Chalamet, Mm. Jamie Foxx, and Usher. Which Okay, I love those. You could also argue that Jamie Foxx and Usher are... Kind of like a Patrick Dempsey. Like, yeah. they're not really in the Relevant. news well, right now. Well, I actually, on a different podcast, I think it was Chicks in the Office from Barstool, heard that they said that they think that um, the people that were runners-up couldn't accept because of the strike. Oh. Yeah, and, like, people that should have been even, like, nominated couldn't accept because of the strike. Okay. So I think the strike had to do with the sexiest man alive, which is why they chose an athlete and they chose an actor who hasn't been acting. Gotcha. So. Oh, interesting. Just a little factoid. A little factoid. Thank you for that yeah. factoid. I I'm here to fill it. in the, the gaps. Thanks, man. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Does that wrap it up? No, that's it. That's okay. all I had to say. And that's I, it. Do you think he's sexy? I think he's sexy. I think all of the men are sexy. What? Oh, the men. The, I the nominees. You, Sorry. I you, let me <laughs> All men are sexy. What? <laughs> That's Wrong. crazy. Wrong. That's crazy. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up. We talked about him last week. Irina, Shake, and Tom Brady, they've obviously broken up. However, Irina was recently asked about Tom Brady. My dad is calling me. Oh. Should I answer? Yeah, let's wait, put him up to the mic. Dad. Dad. Is that all you needed? I'm I'm recording the podcast. Say hi to the people. Oh, hey, people. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call you back. But, yes, that's all I needed. Okay, I'll, I'll 
just text me tomorrow to remind me because I get caught up in my day and I'll do it, okay? Oh, okay, thanks, Dad. All right, bye. 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 That's you my dad. What, you know what I love about Dad? What? Dad is just... A doer. He, he's a doer, and he gets shit done. And you know what he's getting done for me? He's calling my insurance to get a bill taken down. Oh, Yes, Dad. That's my dad. Side side quest on this little comment I'm about to go on. Mm -hmm. I have the funniest video of Amanda's dad doing yard work with the Home Depot (laughs) theme song in the background. And he's like trying to like dig a hole. Larry, shout out to you. You're trying to dig a hole, Larry. And you're jumping on the shovel, but it's like at an angle. And there's like... We're kind of getting in there. Not quite enough, not though. Not quite enough, and it's just it's just comedic gold. You know, it's the darndest thing, because ever since he moved to Georgia, he thinks he's like a handyman, and that he can garden and do homely activities, and he simply can't. Well, he simply cannot. I, I dare to say, yeah, I feel as though he has made some improvements in his home improvements. <laughs> I think I think he's, like, doing it. He's made improvements. He's yeah. improvements. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, okay, where were we? Irina. Irina. <laughs> so basically, um, Irina was interviewed for the November issue of Elle magazine. Mm-hmm. And they asked about Tom Brady. And she said, quote. Oh, quotes. I love quotes. No comment. <gasps> what does that mean? <laughs> so she went on a little bit and basically said another quote. Quote, I share my work stuff because I decided to keep my personal life personal. That's why it's called personal. Because it's something that belongs to me. If one day I feel like I want to share it, I will. What's up with the sass, Irina? A little sassy, which kind of is giving she got broken up with. Yes, it is. Mm. Yes, it Mm. is. That's what it's giving. It is giving. Okay. Riddle me this, though. Yeah. A couple days after this magazine came out. TMZ reported that Irina was spotted walking into Tom's NYC apartment and she opted to walk through the front door, which always has paparazzi outside of it because Tom Brady lives there, as opposed to the back door, which is private and meant for celebrities to walk through. She was photographed outside of his apartment walking into it. And a source confirmed that Tom was not there. She wanted to... stake her claim I think one last time she probably left a couple of things there I mean, a couple of overnight shirts we all understand a toothbrush perhaps or a toothbrush perhaps and she wanted it back a good pair of Victoria's Secret underwear right and so she's like let me show my cojones uh-huh. and walk in through the front right that's my right. guess I don't know I mean it's not that interesting since I'm they're interested. broken are you yeah are you not <laughs> no I well I guess I just said that I'm not, so I'm going to stick to that. No, I'm not that interested. Um, Just because, like, they've broken up, so, like, they're done. I mean, it's just, I don't really care because they're broken up already. But it is just giving, like, scorned woman, and I don't want her to give that. I want her to give, I don't give two shits about this 10-time Super Bowl champion. We wanted to give and his out with other men. Right. We don't want to give scorn. But you know what? I feel like she's having a hard time because of not only Tom Brady, but Bradley Cooper having his canoodles with Gigi Hadid. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. So, right like, what is she to do? The one she really wants, Mr. Bradley Cooper, is taken now by another supermodel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, shit. I lost the one good thing I could rub in his face. Yeah. And so I'm going to walk into his apartment and grab my underwear. I'm going to walk into his apartment in front of paparazzi and make a couple extra bucks. Yeah. And maybe make him jealous in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Next up. Okay. So we had sent this next story. Well, Amanda always sends the stories. She found this she one. She does no work. She I'm fa- just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's okay. She found this one on, I don't. It was on the girl's Instagram. It was on, okay. So her Instagram. And this actually, this picture came out in. August. Mm-hmm. Um, but too hot to handle's Hannah Brooke has gone IG official with a New York Jets player, Jermaine Johnson. Yes. And so I don't know if we have any too hot to handle viewers out Me. there. I'm sure we do. Me. Um, I actually watched that season. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She's obviously, I thought she was the prettiest that season. I thought so too. And since the season aired, she's dissolved all of her filler because she said she saw herself on the screen and was like, whoa, that's way too much. Yeah. And she was gorgeous then, but I think she looks even more like naturally gorgeous yeah. now. Really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So the couple showed off their first PDA on the sidelines of the Jets preseason finale. And she shared this photo on her Instagram. And the caption was, quote, told him if he got a sack, he could get a kiss. Hashtag heart launch. Hard. What launch. kind of sack? 
Talking I'm like, it's a little bit naughty, yes? Yeah, like, yeah a, little a little bit. bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So it was the posting of that picture was the first time the couple like publicly acknowledged the relationship, but some receipts have shown that they've probably been dating a little bit longer because Ooh. in June, um, she commented on a photo of Johnson and he was vacationing in St. Thomas. Yeah. And her little caption said, my photography skills greater than symbol. Oh, so she was like vacationing with him. Back okay. Oh, that was quick. Yes. Well, well, so they were dating for like two months prior to them going IG official, okay. which some people never go IG official. No. So this is, this is quick in the scheme of life. I feel like all the wags are going IG official quick though, because it's so trendy to be a wag right now, especially in the NFL. It it's like, this is my NFL boyfriend. <gasps> Speaking of, can I skip ahead yeah. to a different story? Sure. Alex Earl and Braxton Berrios are officially official oh, are as they? of this week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. So sh- her new episode of Hot Mess came out this week. Okay. And I just saw a clip on TikTok, but the two of them admitted that they are now boyfriend and girlfriend via the podcast. And I guess you've seen all over TikTok, probably she's taken him on this vacation for his birthday to like a private island. Oh, she took him? Yeah, she took I him. other way around. No, she oh. took him for his birthday on a private island. It's this TikTok going viral because all these girls are stitching it with like, she's my age and I work a nine to five and, she, and Alex Earl has rented out a private island for her <laughs> NFL boyfriend. But anyway, um, she went on her podcast and asked him on her podcast, will you be my boyfriend? <gasps> and he said no. Oh. And then he goes oh. on to say, I know, I know. The tea. He goes on to say, like, they're like laughing about it. And he's like, I wanted to ask her last night, but she got a headache and had to go to sleep or something. And then. Uh, woke up and she woke up this morning and wanted to record right away. And I think she wanted to ask on the podcast. That was her plan. So she didn't want him to ask. And he said no on the podcast. And he said something along the lines of like, I couldn't sleep at night. If she asked me, I wanted to ask her. Um, Why are they actually so no, cute? No, they're actually the, <laughs> like the cutest. Like Aww. they're slowly becoming my favorite wag couple. Also, can we just talk about the card he gave her? Like, they went to, like, a very nice thing. Again, another TikTok. They have wonderful TikToks together. And he got her, like, a card. They went to a nice steak dinner. And the card he got her said, like, get anything you want with, like, an infinity symbol. Infinity. So she could buy whatever the fuck she wanted. I want to know the real <laughs> limit. There's no limit. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist for that girl. <sighs> Anyway, that's good for her. Well, I'm. Ha- I mean, that's cute. No, like, it was. It was cute, and they are cute. And just like watching their TikToks together, they seem like super happy and giddy. And yeah, I'm happy for them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to get into your um your sad story? <gasps> I guess. Yes. This story sounds. This really okay. Sad. So I didn't want to talk about it initially because it was just sad. But the news that broke this week is like kind of interesting. So yeah. I wanted to include it. So. If you didn't hear, there was a man in the NHL who died during a game. Um, yeah, like an ex-NHL player. Yes. Uh-huh. So his name's Adam Johnson, and he was playing for the Nottingham Panthers, mm-hmm. okay, in the Elite Ice Hockey League. Former NHL player. Yes, you're right. Uh-huh. So he was playing in the Elite Ice Hockey League, um, and he was playing, and basically the player on the other team, like, kicked up and slit his neck. And there's videos all over TikTok, and I wish I didn't see them, but I did. Did you see it? I did. I did not see it. Go look it up if you dare. They have videos of it. And basically, he gets cut. Like, the guy kicks him. You can see the guy falls to the ground. He stands back up. Like, he's able to get up for a second. And he's up for, like, a couple minutes, like, holding his neck, and there's, like, blood on his jersey. And then he falls back down, and I guess they ended up taking him to a hospital, and he passed away. Very sad story. He's 29 years old. Um, But initially, the NHL described it as a, quote, freak accident. Mm -hmm. Um, But this week, a man was arrested on suspicion of manslaughter in this case. Oh, shoot. So What? Right. So the man that was arrested has not been named. They haven't released a name or anything. And this arrest happened in England. Manslaughter as in, like, the guy who kicked his foot up? I mean, they didn't say who the man was, but, I mean, people are assuming yes, because who else would be manslaughtering? It was on camera. Okay. So... Wait, finish that part and then um, I have a question. No, go ahead. Ask your question. Okay, my question is, when he kicked, like, was it a visible, like, 
he was on purpose trying to get his leg up above. Because how do you get your leg up that high? Right. Well, was that's he I falling? think. No, he was he up, was standing up straight. straight. So his leg went up. I mean, he was bent over like with yeah. the puck. Like he was like, but I mean, that's I think where the manslaughter charge comes in. People think this was not on purpose to kill him, but like on purpose to like Stop kick him it. that high. Yeah. Like obviously he wasn't trying to slit his neck. No. People think that he was trying to like kick him. Yeah. higher than you're allowed to in hockey and it resulted in murder right. which is really how you describe manslaughter when you don't mean to kill someone but you do um so the guy that killed him his name is matt petgrave he's 31 and plays for sheffield um and basically like stuff like this obviously never really happens um and it's rare for people to be charged if it does happen Especially because it's a, a sport right it's a freak accident yeah. however i wanted to cite that two players have been charged before okay okay Ooh, in the history me. of hockey okay um in 2000 mick sorley i don't know who these people are but these are the names mick sorley was found guilty of assault with a deadly weapon um for a two-handed slash to the head of a man named donald brashear with his stick and he was sentenced to 18 months probation so he accidentally killed someone by hitting him over the head with a with hockey, a hockey stick? stick. Yes, that's Was the one. guy wearing a helmet. Yeah, what? I know. And then in 2004, a guy named Bertuzzi pleaded guilty to assault for grabbing Bertuzzi. A yeah, I know Bert Bertuzzi. Yeah. You know Bertuzzi? Yeah. He's oh, a famous hockey player. Okay. Well, he pleaded a, uh, guilty to assault for grabbing Steve Moore from behind and sucker punching him. Bertuzzi agreed to a plea deal and was sentenced to one year probation and 80 hours of community service. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, so there is a quote from the league. There's still obviously looking into this. If it's manslaughter, it's going to go to trial, I'm sure. And there's yeah. going to have to be a jury to make the judgment call if this is manslaughter or not. But the quote from the league is, quote, we're always tweaking and reviewing that kind of policy and procedures, equipment, personnel. So we're as prepared as possible to deal with a catastrophic injury. We're looking at always what we could, uh, uh, what could happen and how to prepare to deal with it best. And hopefully we don't have the kind of bad outcome that happened a few weeks ago. That is so immensely sad for everyone yeah. involved. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. And it, it's so crazy. And, like, I feel like the manslaughter charge, I don't even know what's going to happen there because I don't know how the legal system is going to approach yeah. that. But I think the main issue here is the equipment, which is what this last quote was, like, alluding to. Like, we're going to have to reevaluate our equipment. Like, why... Why in like hockey? Yeah, like why in hockey when you have like metal weapons on the bottom of your feet would anything be exposed? Even like a I don't know what they wear, but like yeah. a finger and ear, like I don't know what's out and about yeah. in hockey, but I feel like nothing should be like visible. No. Actually, that is a fantastic point because in college hockey, um they're required to wear a face guard over, but if you watch NHL players some of them just have the helmet, so their full face is exposed, their teeth, their neck area. That's why so, so many of them are missing teeth. Oh. Because they can't hit the face with pucks. Some of them have, like, the eye shields. Yeah. But I think that this incident in particular is going to make them really look at that. And they should because this is, like, the worst-case scenario. Like, that yeah. is so fucking crazy to me Yeah, that you're playing a sport that has been played for this long and you pass away from, like— not even something that happened to, like, DeMar Hamlin last year, which was, like, the heart yeah. thing. Like, it was literally from the equipment that you're playing with. And yeah. that should be something that should never happen. So Yeah, I agree. Hopefully they make changes to it. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in this case because manslaughter is a tricky bitch. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Please. I don't really know how to transition this. <laughs> so I'm just going to give it to you straight here, people. Nick Saban mm -hmm. has a car empire. Did you know this? I did because I sent it to you. Yeah. <laughs> but Nick Saban, well, let's get into the nitty-gritty details yeah. of it. See, I did not know this because Nick Saban, when you think Nick Saban, this man has kind of had a track record of traveling to a couple of different colleges to be a football coach. Mm. So you would think he'd be busy with his time there. Right. But he his um, company is called Dream Motor Group. They have nine car dealerships now after acquiring two different Mercedes-Benz dealers um, in, both in Florida. And they bought it for $700 million, <gasps> which is insane. Like, that's a lot of money. Um, so the 
dealerships are in Coral Gables, Florida, and Cutler Bay, Florida. And I guess with the dealerships, because I was like, why are the dealerships so expensive? So you're buying the dealership, but then they also bought like, uh, like a service shop, and then they bought like an old like police headquarters. They as in like the Sabins. They as in like the company because oh. Nick Saban works alongside another guy, and I forget his name. He's like he has a partner mm. in this business, and so that guy, his partner mainly runs it, but Saban is like a co-owner of yeah. the company. Um, so the group also has Mercedes-Benz locations in Texas, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Nashville, Tennessee, and in Alabama. Huh. Um, also, this is kind of a fun fact, but the Dream Motor Company, they employ over 500 people. So they're, oh. they're kind of like a big, like, employer. Giving back. Yeah. Thanks, Nick Saban. Thanks, Nick Saban. I feel like Nick Saban, though, just, like, wants to be a rich man. I feel like he's, like, yeah. to his business partner, like, get me rich. Here's my money. But is he not rich enough? His salary, he's the highest. Well, no, that's not true. Is he the highest? He's fan? fucking rich. He's I, one of the highest yeah. football coaches. Yeah, but I think some people just never want to stop being rich, and I respect that. Yeah, we respect the hustle, Nick. Speaking of rich, tangent, Warren Buffett has invested in the Braves. Did he really? Yeah, isn't that kind of cool? That is cool. Yeah, so... Smart man. Yeah, yes. <laughs> rich man, smart man. I honestly don't know what that means, but yeah. it sounds cool. Yeah. And I hope we get to buy some cool, Maybe. like players or something with Dude, that maybe warren will like be stopping in the <gasps> i want warren buffett on the 680 podcast i bet you i bet you his chump change is like a thousand bucks like here oh yeah that's like a dollar to him it's like a tip yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want warren buffett on the bench we riders do. podcast we shoot do. come on warren um but yeah well okay Men are rich, I understand. Men are rich, What's next? And Nick Saban, good for you. Yeah. Well, moving on to another rich man who was our Bachelor of the Week, Rudy Gobert. Ah. He was put in a headlock this past <laughs> week by Draymond Rudy, Green. Rudy, no. And Draymond Green used to be a Michigan State basketball player. So I grew up watching him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so small world. Yeah, I know, small world. But well, I'm sure everyone's seen this by now. But if you are blissfully unaware, <laughs> Tuesday evening, there was a basketball game, NBA, between the Golden State Warriors and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And this little tussle that happened occurred very early on in the game. It happened, it said two minutes left into the first quarter. Um, it started when the Warriors guard Clay Thompson and Timberwolves forward Jaden McDaniels were grabbing hold of each other's jerseys. And have you seen the video? Mm -mm. Okay, so like they're down and they're they're getting the ball to come back and they're like they're just kind of being dudes like they're just like pulling out jerseys but i forget one of them did initiate it he's like trying to hold on to the guy to keep him from running back and yeah. the other one gets pissed and like pulls it too and after seeing the two going at it rudy gobert grabbed thompson from behind and after he did that draymond green got pissed and put his arm around gobert's neck resulting in a chokehold that lasted for several moments that's hot. I know. It was kind of <laughs> sexy. It was kind of sexy. Um, but while that was happening, McDaniels and Green got ejected from the game, but Gobert was deemed by officials to be a, quote, peacemaker and did not receive a penalty. And that is why he's a bachelor of the freaking week. Yeah. Doing the work. But I will say, the Warriors are pissed oh. about that because... Oh. If you do watch the video back, he wasn't really peacemaking. Like, oh. he was definitely pushing people. Really? Trying to... He just got the good edit? He just got... Yeah, he just, like, the, got the good edit of it for sure. Oh. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you remember this about him, but last time we covered Ruby, Rudy Gobert, he had gotten in another fight. Remember? His <gasps> yeah. One, his ick was that he was a fighter. <gasps> we double down. Yeah. Rudy Gobert is a fucking fighter. He's a fighter. So, even though he was deemed the peacemaker he's definitely not a fucking peacemaker because he oh. just got in another fucking tussle or maybe he's just trying to rebrand maybe he's trying to rebrand <laughs> but he does have a quote on the situation oh okay. um, it says quote i went to try and disconnect the situation between Jaden and need clay to do his accent doesn't oh, the french accent? yes please attempt oh shit <laughs> people are gonna get offended by this <laughs> Event to no, okay. I, I, we're done. Okay, okay. I don't even know how oh my God. That was anyway. close. Thank you. Okay. I went on. to try and disconnect the situation between Jaden and Clay, and then I just felt someone grabbing me, Gobert said. Quote, my first thought was, I'm not going to fight. I need to be in this game to help my team. Mm. So I showed the ref I had my hands up, and I just waited until the situation was over. Mm. Get this. Last part of the quote. Quote, 
I do hope the league is going to do what needs to be done because that's just clown behavior. What? Yeah, he called them clowns. Oh, yeah. He wants to smoke. No, he's trying to fight for sure. You know what I think is funny about fights is like whenever players are asked about it, they say, oh, it was for the team. It was to protect my team. No. no it's it for the not. man's ego. You just want to beat up a dude. Yeah, he just wants to beat up a dude. He does not try to protect his teammates. I'm sure he fights them in the locker room, too. Yeah. He just wants to be the manliest man of the men. Oh, 100%. <laughs> He, the man's wants to be the man's. The man's gone men. The okay. Men are gonna men. And that's that on the situation. And that's it. I thought it was just sexy overall. No, it's though. hot. Keep it coming. And that's on God. Let's make basketball <laughs> more contact. <laughs> um, okay, so this is the last and my favorite story. Mm-hmm. Did you look at it at all? I just no, wanted to I'm shock just you. Make it surprising. So basically, JMU, James Madison University, oh. is threatening to sue the NCAA. Why, you ask? I will tell you. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so, um, JMU is 10 and 0. This is football. Sorry, JMU football, 10 and okay. 0 this season and ranked number 18. Okay. So they are doing amazing. They're in the top 25, undefeated, having a great season. Okay. The NCAA this week have deemed the Dukes, that's what they're called, um, ineligible for bowl games. You ask why. I was just about to ask why. <laughs> Great question. No, it's such a good question. So, per NCAA bylaws, football programs that are moving from the FCS to the FBS are required to take a two year transition period that makes them ineligible for postseason bowl games. Okay. So, uh, JMU is in their second year of transitioning to the FBS. Okay. They're now in the Sunbelt Conference. And for anyone who doesn't know, the FBS, I don't know the difference really, but FCS are like lower level D1 teams. Like I think Mercer was FCS, go Bears. (laughs) Um, And FBS are like the legit teams that go to the bowl games. Uh And JMU is in their second year of transitioning. And so there's this rule, the rule, yes, it is stupid, but it is a rule. It's a rule that everyone must follow. That everyone must follow. Almost like, remember, I don't think it's rule anymore, but when we were in college, if you transferred schools, you'd have to sit out a year. Yeah. Something like that. Like, there's just rules, okay? And so this this week, the NCAA said, James Madison, even though you're ranked 18th and you're undefeated, you're not eligible because of this rule. Mm. But JMU is not having it, and they're threatening legal action if um, James Madison's exclusion from the bowl consideration isn't reversed. So they have an attorney involved, Virginia attorney Jason Myeris. Okay. Whatever. He has a quote. And it goes, quote, we are prepared to act on behalf of JMU in the unfortunate circumstance that JMU's request for relief is not timely approved. Specifically, JMU is prepared to promptly file a lawsuit in the Western District of Virginia asserting that the bull ban violates the antitrust and potentially other laws. Guess what? I looked up that law for you. So they basically wrote a letter. Um, to the NCAA, and they cited the Virginia Antitrust Act and the Sherman Act, mm-hmm. and I looked them both up for us. So the Virginia Antitrust Act, and I'm going to need you to help me debunk what this means, but okay. it says every conspiracy, combination, or attempt to monopolize or monopolization of trade or commerce trade or commerce of this commonwealth is unlawful. Hit it, hit it <laughs> one more time for me. Let me really think about it. Um, Every conspiracy, combination, or attempt to monopolize or monopolization of trade or commerce of this commonwealth is unlawful. It sounds to me like it's just saying, I don't know. So they're trying to, they're trying, so the F- FBS, you said, or FCS? FBS. Okay. But this is James Madison suing the NCAA. Okay, so they're trying to say that the NCAA is trying to, like, be, like, the, like, the, dictator the over daddy. what all they do. Yeah, they're monopolizing. Yeah. They don't they want to have control over how they get their money right. and whatever and James Madison is saying like we're losing opportunities right. doing that. And the Sherman Antitrust Act of 1890 is a federal statute with which prohibits activities that restrict interstate commerce and competition in the marketplace. Oh. So okay. they're citing both of those acts in this letter they've written to the NCAA and basically are saying if you don't overturn this by Friday, I think is the deadline as in tomorrow, <gasps> then we're going to sue you. Now, for how much I wonder. I wonder. Now, here's the issue with this story. Is that rule sucky? Yes, that's yeah. a stupid rule. Like, if you are in the FBS now, you don't need a two-year transition period. Like, just let the boys play ball. Let the boys play with their balls. Now- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, at the same time, yeah. Catherine, mm-hmm. 
James Madison, uh, they're being baby back bitches. That's the fucking rule. I, Deal with the fucking rule. Why are these I, boys out here trying to I, break I, all the rules? I'm just saying. I agree with you, sister. I'm here with you. Because... In my opinion, everyone else before you has followed that rule. So what makes you so different? They think they're different because they're undefeated and ranked 18th. And if you give a boy an ego, oh. he's going to run with it to the fucking law. Oh my God. I'm pissed. No, I we're get, pissed. Okay, I get that the law is stupid. I want to go on record and say that it's a bad rule. Yeah. But James Madison, that's the fucking rule, bro. That's the rule. And you should have you checked into the rule. Yeah. But they think that because they're so good, they should be exempt from the rule. No. 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 Rules are there to keep us safe, happy, and healthy. Yeah. And you need to follow it. Yeah. James and Madison. <laughs> and everyone in between. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. And honestly, <laughs> I hope they do sue the NCAA. And I hope this does go to court. And I hope the NCAA wins. I hope so. And I, I just want to know how much they would want in, like, reparations. Like, how yeah. much do they think they would really make off of a bowl game that you're willing to sue? Obviously, I guess a lot of money. Well, I think a lot of money, because, I mean, in their defense, I think when you're ranked 18th, you'll get a pretty good bowl game, and I think bowl games bring, a lot of revenue. bring A, a lot of revenue, B, I think that gets you into different games? Question mark? No. No, no, no. I don't know. Well, I don't know. They're probably just going to sue them for the amount of money they would make in a bowl game. Mm -hmm. um, but... What you gonna do? A rule's a rule, guys. Rule's a rule, guys. Rule's a rule. And with that, yeah, we ride into our dating history breakdown. Yay! Yay! And so, you dear listeners, <laughs> if you were paying attention earlier, I had said that our people sexiest man alive finalist was gonna make an appearance later on, and here he is. He's back. He's back. Jason Kelsey. We're gonna be talking about the other Kelsey brother today and his dating history breakdown. I love it. Yeah. Okay. And actually, to be quite honest with you, this is one of those cases where there's not a lot on his previous dating life. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna be talking about his wife, Kylie McDevitt Kelsey. I love her. Yeah, she's she's so amazing. Cute. Yeah, love her. So just a little bit of background on her. If and I didn't know this about her. She grew up in Philadelphia and attended a really small university, Division Three, Cabrini University in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Never heard of her. Yeah. But she has a sports background. She at Wayne, at Wayne, no, sorry, Cabrini University. Mm. I want to say Wayne University. Sounds like a dessert. Cabrini? Yeah. Like a Cabrini could be like a brownie with like some peanut butter Ooh. and like um, some sprinkles or well, something. I want to eat that Cabrini. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so she at this brownie university. <laughs> She played field hockey, and her and her team won the Division Three Colonial State Athletic Conference title two years in a row. First of all, I love that she's an athlete. That just makes me feel closer to her. Yeah. Second of all, to go on a quick little tangent, speaking of field hockey, uh -huh. our girl Erin Matson oh, yeah. won, well, I think, the division again oh, as the coach. So she's like Was making... Uh, UNC. UNC. Remember how she's like the first yeah. and youngest coach in field hockey or yeah. no, NCAA history actually. She just won the conference again. So congratulations to our girl. It's a field hockey Good podcast. Job. It's a field hockey day okay. today. Good. Okay. So Kylie and Jason went on their first date in 2015 and they met on Tinder. They swiped on each other, which is kind of wholesome, I guess. I wonder how many other people they swiped upon. I know. But I digress. Yeah. So they went on their first date, and they actually went IG official that same year. Oh. Um, and so a little bit on their first date, she initially thought she was getting catfished because he was on an NFL team at that point. Yeah. So she Googled him, and I was like, what the hell? He's on the Eagles. Yeah. Um, and when he invited her to a bar, her friend said, quote, it's either going to be him or it's going to be someone pretending to be him. Hilarious either way. Yeah. And so she's like, Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. So she showed up. As she should. Yeah. Um, and apparently, this is really shitty. He fell asleep 45 minutes after she got there on the bar <laughs> table because he was too drunk. Yeah. So he was nervous. Yeah, he got too drunk and he fell asleep on her. And he chimed in because they were actually on their podcast and they were telling the story of how they met. They also told the story, if you haven't seen the Kelsey documentary on Amazon Prime, it's about Jason Kelsey, not Travis. Uh -huh. And she's in the documentary a lot of the time and they've talked about this story on there too. Okay. So, and then he chimed in and said it was, quote, not a good first date. I got a little bit too inebriated but I was sober enough to know it was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my entire life and it was the love at first sight. He said that. 
He said that. Jason's whipped. Yeah. See, that's like the part of the persona that plays into the sexiest man alive thing. Like no. he's just so wholesome and pure. This is what I'm honestly, Amanda, I'm going to pause right here. Yeah. And I just want to say that I really hope that the young men of America mm -hmm. latch on to this type of relationship and status and want to be like these types of dudes because I feel like a lot of young men have gotten away from that and want to be like the fuck boy and I don't yeah. know why that's like something that guys look up to yeah like this is so no I agree and amazing. going back to what you were saying earlier I think Taylor and Travis have the power to change that like yeah. genuinely and yeah, I, that's kind of crazy to say but if they actually work out and he continues to support her and vice versa and they're out together and he's being a gentleman and all these things. Yeah. I feel like guys that are like maybe in high school now are going to look up to that yeah. instead of the NBA players that are getting six girls pregnant at once. Literally. Yeah. 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 So anyway, they're really cute together. Um, fast forward to 2018. So they've dating for like, you know, at this point, probably two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. Kylie went to um, the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl game and was cheering them on, all cute. And then they actually got married that same year in 2018. April Aww. 14th, 2018, at the Logan Hotel in Philadelphia. They got oh, married. And then they um, have three daughters now. They have Wyatt, who was born in 2019, Elliot in 2021, and then they just had another baby in February. Okay, so first of all... All their girl babies have boy names, which I love. Yeah, that's so true. Second of all, I love that he's a girl dad. It just fits him so well. Yeah. Especially with three. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. Fourth? No. Third? <laughs> third. Third. <laughs> third of all. Um, Lost my train of thought again on three. I thought I had three. I have two. That's, that's it. it. But, yeah, that's their, that's their little history. It's really, I love that it's so concise. Concise. Yeah. It's simple. Tinder works for them. Tinder works for some people. I've been... To weddings from dating apps. Dating apps do work. Yeah, they do. Um, from time to time. And from time to time on occasion. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Kylie Kelsey is she might be sisters with Taylor Swift one day. How like, imagine wild. being just like a fucking girl from Philadelphia. Yeah. You're swiping on Tinder one day, and then five years later, Taylor Swift is your sister-in-law? Like, what? This life is crazy. I really want to know what she thinks about all this. Like, don't you wonder if she was, like, a fan of Taylor Swift growing up? And, like, if this is... Because I'm sure she's going to meet her if she hasn't already. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I want to know people's real opinions on this. Like, yeah. Obviously... People that are close to the situation. Yeah, people are close to the Because obviously they're going to give some sort of answer on the podcast. But that's not what they really think. Like, yeah. Like, you really think about yeah. this. I want to know, like... If they're actually in love, like I, and I'm not saying I'm skeptical about it. I'm just saying like, I want to know, like in their own heart of hearts, are they actually in love? Are they loving that people love them? Mm -hmm. Are they loving the attention it's bringing? Or do they really just like love each other? Like, I just want to know. Yeah, I know. And I want to know the people, like you're saying, the people around them, what they're seeing. Are they seeing them in love? Yeah. Are they seeing them act differently? Are they seeing them like not themselves? Like, I want to know what people know. No, the details. <sighs> anyway, that's the dating history breakdown. Do you want to tell us our Bachelor of the Week? Yeah, I do. Because okay. I went rogue. All right. Oh, yay. Our Bachelor of the Week, you guys, is an F1 driver. Oh, steamy. His name is Logan Sargent. Okay. Love the last name. Yes. 10-4. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, he's 22, so he's kind of young, but he's an F1 driver already from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, he plays... Plays? <laughs> drives he drives he drives for cars and let me preface <laughs> i know nothing about f1 so i'm gonna try to yeah. power through this but <laughs> he drives for williams racing mm -hmm. okay. okay um and he didn't go to college because i guess he's been competing in race car driving since he was eight years old and how is that legal well they don't start in big fast cars they start in like go-karts uh -huh. when you're eight and it transitions as you get older into like more dangerous and faster and faster until you're in F1. And I think he just became an F1 driver a year or two ago. Okay. Um, but interesting fact about him is that his brother is also a NASCAR driver. Oh my God. Now riddle me this. What is the difference between NASCAR and F1? Why was I just about to ask What that? is the difference? They're both cars. I do know that NASCAR goes in like ovals yeah circles yeah and f1 is like an actual like it's like a little course so it's cooler like it like kind of yeah yeah 
Okay. Okay, sure. Well, it's just a family of racers. I don't know how they got into that, yeah. but his brother's a NASCAR driver as well. Um, so the best thing about him, I <laughs> that he's a good driver. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, if you're going on a date, like, he knows how to drive. Yeah. Which is also my red flag is that I bet he drives fucking fast, and I don't like fast drivers. No, we don't. I'm Amanda, scared. Amanda gets really I get scared. scared. Uh, <laughs> I have, like, I think it comes from my mom, so my mom... Like, sorry, mom, you actually have the biggest phobia of cars. Like, she will, like, get stiff in the passenger seat when someone else drives and goes 45 miles an hour. Like, Mm -hmm. she gets stiff. And I have, like, a little tinge of her phobia, and I just, like... I just like to be, like, safe, and I don't like to weave in and out, and I fear that Logan Sargent would weave on oh, our date. Oh, he 100% would weave. 100% I would weave. I can't have a weaver. No. But if you can have a weaver, his Instagram handle is at Logan Sargent. Um, careful, he has 611,000 followers. Oh. I think because F1 is, like, an international F1 sport. Is huge. It's huge. Yeah. Um, but overall, he's gotten an 8.1 out of 10 from me. Oh, my God. Yay, Logan. Yay, Logan. We'll drive him fast, honey. Yeah, baby. Um, speaking of cars real quick, I'm pretty sure someone clipped me on the way home from work today. <laughs> I was on, I was, I, I was on, what's that highway? 80? That's 20, not a highway. 20. Okay. <laughs> All the numbers get confusing yeah. to me. I was on, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I was just driving with the pace of traffic as one does in Atlanta. And this asshole, like sports car comes up on my ass and you, I'm normally the fast driver, but I, he came up on my butt cheek and he decided to <laughs> meander on my right butt cheek along my right side of my vehicle and he cut me off so close it kind of went <gasps> on my car did you feel it yeah, on the wheel I just i mean i mean, I, didn't, I didn't swerve it was like the tiniest amount but i was like wait what the hell and then he was cutting in and out and in and out and in and out i hate those kind of drivers and that's what i think logan would do and that's yeah. why i'm fearful yeah your car can handle it though black betty's been through some tough shit recently and she's fine she's okay she's okay you know what else is okay what our next story it's about okay. it's our- actually not okay <laughs> it's actually not okay so now we're in story time from college softball and this one pisses me off more than anything we've mentioned so far let me explain it was senior year <laughs> or was it junior year stage. i don't know i, I think don't- it was junior year because i a person that i'm thinking of had left the team senior year so okay. junior year we were in our conference tournament, so this is when we were playing to make it into the NCAA tournament in which we would be on TV, but instead we're on the radio, so. Um, we never made it there. No, we never made it. Mind <laughs> you, we never made it to the NCAA Mind tournament. you, you and guys. it was like every year, it was like the mission, like we're going to yeah. change history. We never fucking change history. <laughs> and I, And they still haven't, so good luck, Bears. But anyways... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting heated because of what I'm about to say. Okay. So we were at the conference tournament. We were in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I love Chattanooga. It's actually a really great actually city. Really nice. Um, and when you go on tournaments in college athletics, obviously you don't have food with you, so the coaches take you out to eat. Uh-huh. Now, at the conference tournament, there are oftentimes parents that go to watch their kids. Yeah, many. Especially the uh, the the last tournament because it's the last tournament when, if you lose, which we always did, you're done. So the <laughs> parents were there to say their goodbyes. The knew we were done. Yeah, and they just wanted to see our last hoorah, yeah. you know? My parents, because I was a bench rider, were like, <laughs> we're not flying out to see you sit on a metal sit. bench. Yeah. And that's fair. Thank you for the support and love. <laughs> um, So the few players out of, we probably had what, like 24 players? Is that too many? That's a little too many. 20. 18. Anyway. In the teens, but yeah. Out of that many players, there was maybe four or five whose parents didn't come. Mm-hmm. So at this tournament, when the parents were there, they would take their kids out to eat. Like you had the option of like, I'm going to take my kid. We're going to go eat on my dime. The uh, players whose parents weren't there had to go eat with the coach, mm-hmm. which was me. So, And I don't think I was there because I think, uh, I think Amanda and I were trying to like remember this story. I don't remember you being there. I had a couple other Panera stories, but this specific one, I don't think I was <laughs> Why there. do you have so many Panera stories? I don't know. I don't know why. A lot of bad things happened <laughs> to Panera. But so me and maybe four other girls on the team went with Coach to dinner this night because all the other girls went with their parents, including Catherine over there. I did. Um, and Coach picked the place. We went to Panera Bread. And that's fine. I have no problem with Panera Bread. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, In fact, soon. sponsor us Panera Bread. <laughs> However... We got to Panera Bread, and it is up to the coach to dictate how much money you get. Well, 
Or is it up to the NCAA? I think you're supposed to get like a certain amount every time you go out. Every player gets like $18 to eat or whatever. But there were four of us at this Panera Bread and she had the absolute audacity and the balls to give us seven dollars each at Panera Bread. That, you guys, seven dollars does not get you a you pick two. No, that'll it maybe sure buy you doesn't. a cup, not even a bowl, a cup of the soup. It sure does. Yeah, it sure does. And so I remember we were shocked, but like you can't say seven. Like you sound like a bitch if you're she like. She did we would, just like, lose or we what? Did. We okay. did, sure. But there was only four or five of us. Like $7 times four or five of us is $35. Um, oh, what a bargain from that. What a bargain. No, it was <laughs> for her, yeah. Um, and I remember I was with this one girl who I won't name. She ended up transferring after this year. But um, she was so pissed. She went into her own pocket and took out money to buy. She's like, fine, I'll use the $7 she gives me. I will also buy this with my own credit card. Yeah. And she fed the rest of us that were there because she felt so bad that we only had $7. The girl bought it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so she bought, like, not a ton, but she, like, bought her own food, which was, like, half a sandwich and maybe a Diet Coke if she yeah. was lucky with her $7. But then she also bought, like, a salad and, like, some bread and a soup to give the rest of us some more food because we had just played two softball games and could only afford half a sandwich with our gifted money. Um, so we didn't say a peep because we were scared of this lady. And honestly, when you're in college, you're scared of your coach because they control your life. Yeah. So we didn't say anything to her, <laughs> yeah. but we said something to our teammates who had gone with their parents. Yeah. And I don't remember where we told them. It was either on text or in the group me or something. And they told their parents. And so the parents that were with all the players rallied together and bought us five that were at Panera three new pizzas and fed us dinner after we had $7 dinner at Panera. And it just pissed me off that we were underfed. Yeah, that's wild. And when Amanda told me I was in the group, I literally, I scoured old group me chats from yeah. 2018, 2019. Right. And some of the freaking chats in there, dude. Wild. Wild. We should read them next time. We should do that. We won't say names, but we can read the we'll text. We'll read some of the messages, but I'm like, why was everyone so intense? It sounded like we were at war. Like no, we were like, the actually, messages were like severe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, you guys. Is everyone okay? Yeah. Everyone is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think the other Panera story that you were thinking of is we went to Panera a different time and some of the girls did over order. Like we had like, I think that time she didn't give us a limit. Yeah. She's just like order just like a meal, which would be a you pick two or a sandwich, which is like 11, $12. And some girls, because we were so hungry, um, ordered like a sandwich and a salad. So they were more like $20 and the coach was shocked when she got the receipt. So the next time we went to Panera, I think was this time. And, be and it was like it repercussion was. of the last Panera, even though the ones that over ordered were not there. Yeah. And us girls who are not Pilates girls and do not need just half a sandwich for dinner had to suffer. We need more. We need more <laughs> substance, people. It was crazy. And yeah. I will never forget. Oh, crazy. Um, <sighs> while we're on it, because um, I don't have a fact for Impress Your Boyfriend, but <gasps> I do have... What are we going to tell our boyfriends? I know. I know. <laughs> I do have a statement, though, I want to shout out yeah. to a lot of our old teammates um, because my dad passed away last week and... I, you know, you move on from life with college and you kind of just like do your own thing and you work and stuff. And a lot of people that reached out to me, I didn't expect to. And one of those groups was our old softball family at Mercer. Um, and I got a gift card yesterday from a lot of people that, you know, we haven't spoken in quite some time. And so I just want to give a shout out to Mercer softball family because even though everyone goes on with their life and does things, like the fact that we did all experience these things together, mm -hmm. I think does kind of tie you to those people yeah. for a long time. So yeah. shout out to you guys. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are the best. I know we talk a lot of shit about Mercer Softball because we had a horrible time, but like it really did create with the team and the players, like a family bond yeah. and like people reaching out to me on your behalf yeah. and asking what they could do. And like, yeah. even though we haven't talked to them in two or three years, like everyone has each other's back and it will make me cry because it's beautiful. No, it was actually, it was yeah. really sweet. So shout out to our Mercer Softball family. We love you guys. We love you. And we're going to end on that happy yeah. note. Okay. Thanks for riding. See you guys next week. Bye.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon background screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 